You are now listening to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Park Books Update Moment. I want to talk about this subject. It's not resting on your laurels, but is respecting dignity. I mentioned this a few days ago that I would talk about this in a Perceptive Readers Podcast. So, what does resting on your laurels mean? Sometimes that is used to say that a person has made a lot of achievements in their life, you see, uh, accomplishments, uh, awards, uh, money, notoriety, whatever it may be, it is on uh, such a level that once again, their life has, you know, uh, a great deal of satisfaction that comes from it. And so then often later years, you see, uh, uh, round about, uh, the forties, maybe, uh, for some, you may not see them running as, as the way that they were in the rat race, as we call it. You may see them move a little bit slower. You see, uh, they may, uh, take their time a little bit more. Um, you may, if you're walking on the sidewalk with one of them, you may see that even though you could take three strides <laughs> to their one, they're quite all right with it, okay? There's no rush here or there. Now, with the knowledge of that resting on your laws, the way that people use it sometimes, it's all, it's kind of like used or stated in a negative way. But I want to share something with you when it really isn't in a negative way. I'm going to share something with you that most likely you never really even thought about because this is something that I am noticing uh, from persons from time to time, even with the younger generation. Uh, as far as when I was growing up, it was just certain things that you didn't do. And especially, I know this is like, yeah, it's still young, but it didn't matter. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, it was like, especially if somebody hit their 30s, even or 40s, it was certain things that you knew, hey, I got to leave it up to them. I got to, you know, yield this to them on what they're doing or how they're going to do with their uh, um, situation that they have and not push what I may be thinking on to them. Okay. Uh, so let me get back to what I mean about it's not resting on your laurels. It's respecting dignity. See, for some of us in our experience, we've seen persons who have gained a lot of experience. And one thing that they have an outlook on is also that things will work out. The point is, how can they maybe help somebody uh, come along to the conclusion on certain things that they want them to learn or do? And so sometimes that actually requires for them that even though they could uh, resolve a certain problem, I mean, in less than a day on some of these uh, difficult decision-making things, they may not because they know, again, the persons who are around them, it's like, okay, this is going to be your time. So you need to learn these things now. 
Uh, I'm not going to tell you every single thing as far as what you ought to do, but I've given you all the underlying principles and foundation on how you can resolve it for yourself. See, now for some persons who, uh, you know, may want to resolve this or that right now, it may look like the person that they're talking to, it's like, man, that person never helps me. It's like they're just resting on their laurels and, and this and that or, or what have you. And it's not like that in every single case. Another reason why this happens sometimes is because there are things that you may not know about the person's personal life as well. It, it could be quite possibly, again, certain reasons, physical reasons, medical reasons, why they have decided to take this course or that course where they're not as much, again, in the uh, fast pace of life anymore. No matter whether somebody may feel, well, I know this person has the skills. Yes, they may have the skills even mentally to do whatever it is that's being requested. But what is going on with them again physically? What is going on with them emotionally? See, from experience, as you know, uh, a lot of these persons end up learning, hey, I just grease my face with oil, as they put it, you know, not to show what may be going on internally with me. And I still function in this way or that way. But you see, it may look like the person, again, will want to do more than this or more than that, when really they have already learned to listen to their bodies and, and their minds and their emotional state to, to once again, know what works for them. All right. Why is this important? Because see, I'm going to share something with you that's very, very, very important that I told you that has seemed to be a, a lost, a, a loss with uh, uh, the technology generation. Um, uh, many persons see at young ages have made money and, and things of that nature uh, that normally used to take persons until their 40s and higher to actually make, if at all. Uh, along the way, have you learned, though, and retained still uh, not only empathy for matters, but understanding there's a certain dignity that continues to come with age, you see? And, and so it's important knowing about this dignity because I want to share something with you. Uh, there was a man who had high positions for some years, uh, uh, more than a couple of decades. And see, and it's, and it's basically just been almost like an unwritten rule or what have you, that once you reach <laughs> a certain status or a certain occupation, if you were in that occupation or that job or what have you. And once again, many years of experience and there's no uh, other um, uh, weird uh, reason, I'm going to use the word weird, that calls you not to be in that position, you know, anymore or what have you. Then basically when persons normally leave a job, okay, they end up, uh, you know, uh, laterally uh, going across at the same, you know, position 
or even higher if they, you know, apply for some other type of work, you know. And so what I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, managerial, supervisory and higher, you see, positions. OK, so normally if let's say you have a CEO of a company and he ends up uh, saying, you know, I, I want to do something else. And let's say he takes off even a year, you see, and, uh, you know, contemplate what he's going to do. Let's say he goes right back into uh, the field he was in or even in another one. Then most likely, see, the managers or the CEOs of other companies would basically look at him as, okay, I know what you're able to do. I don't have to start you back in the Mail room. You see what I'm saying? Uh, and so why did I emphasize the mail room? Because you have persons who have moved up at times from what would, would be considered uh, the lowest position in the company all the way up to the top. And so after, you know, years of experience and that on top of that, then whatever company that they would go right back into, if they apply for something, then a person, it, it just really would be disrespectful to say, well, you know, uh, I don't know you. I know the resume and stuff, uh, but we want to start you right back in the mailroom again. See, it's just not done like that. And and see, today, some persons may look at that as, well, this person is still uh, young enough to go through all of this and, and all of that. And it's like, well, what has this person's experience already really shown? It has shown that this person already has the qualifications for the job. Now, of course, you're going to always have your naysayers, but the proof is in the pudding overall whether the person really does know how to do the job or not. Uh, to actually take somebody who, let's say you had a, a sergeant in the military. I just want to use an example. And now you have this sergeant who has trained men, how to defend themselves, how to defend others. Uh, always did good on the, uh, once again, physical fitness tests and all sorts of stuff. Okay? Still look good even later in later years in life or what have you. Yet, um, there may be a position in the company again where, you know, the person is moving towards and they shouldn't have to go through, again, a rigorous tests like that if all the job pertaining to again is basically like administration you see um I, I, see i could just go on and give examples example and so once again a person shouldn't say oh this individual is just resting on their laurels that this is what they used to do no it actually becomes a point in life where and I described this earlier, but I'm going to use something that the good book even says, where it was says, it's saying before gray-headedness, a person should rise up. And so what that means is more than just, you know, uh, stand up, uh, more than just stand up and respect to them. You see, it uh, it actually means also further the dignity. You don't really expect for them to have to go through all the other rigmarole of stuff that a person has to do in their teens and in their 20s. It, it, that's really just the, the fact of the matter. And so uh, I really want to emphasize this still because 
sometimes uh, uh, persons are, are put another person through something and they will say, well, we're just testing to see if we're going to be able to work together or even uh, the humility of that person or what have you. And the thing about that, you know, it sounds sometimes uh, uh, good on the surface, but then it depends on what type of tests that they put on the person, you see. There are no tests that really should be used to strip somebody of their dignity. Did you know that? Um, especially not in the regular, you know, uh, mundane things of life or working and jobs of that nature. There, there are no tests uh, that, uh, you know, person say, well, this will show whether this human being, this, of course, dignified human being, is actually uh, uh, worthy <laughs> or this human being is uh, humble enough to do, you know, such a job. And yet, as I said again, which I won't get specific here, but there are certain tests that it does not really test the individual's humility. What it is doing is is actually trying to get them to compromise who they really are, you see? And then if they don't compromise who they really are, then they're saying that the person is not humble. And it's not that at all. The other thing that the test is designed to do, again, is not test humility, but again, actually to strip the person of their dignity. You need to be able to know the difference. See, and along with that, that I want to share with you, that is a quality that the great headedness or the older persons do have or ones of experience is, they realize there are things that is best for you just to learn yourself, or, you know, for yourself, how to do this and how to do that. Yet, what is so important and is important that, again, persons with gray-headedness never lose is, hey, that's what your gray-headedness is for, to not only realize that persons have to learn things sometimes on their own, but to have the balance that, hey, if what they're doing is really going to, once again, cause detrimental harm or hurt others or what have you, then it's like, no, you know what? We're not going to do this this way then. Or I'm not going to do, I'm just going to tell you, uh, uh, this is the way that can do. See, you find a, a, a certain type of, uh, um, environment, you see, um, uh, where you know that, hey, okay, you can, uh, practice this here or practice this there or, or what have you. But then, when we're doing things this way, uh, uh, please, this is the ethical way of doing things and also helpful because we don't want to hurt, you know, others. So I just wanted to share this with you all under the topic of it's not resting on your laurels, but it's respecting dignity. And I wanted to give you all the reasons why you will find some persons 
where it may look like that they're just uh, uh, sitting back, but experience, their experience has taught them that and conscience that this is just a certain way and the best way that works for them and maybe in their, uh, once again, associates that they have dealt with or that they're dealing with. So I hope this is uh, uh, informative and helps in some way. I'm James Lynch. You have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you for being with this Pop Books Update Moment. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.